brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older, or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. Midi specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history, so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Welcome, Scoop Board Order, Monday night edition. Uh, craziness going on in the transfer portal world uh, for the Buckeyes. A lot of smoke, a lot of buzz around a superstar cornerback potentially coming to Ohio State. We're going to dig into that. We have film on a couple of the top linebackers in the country uh, coming up. We're going to break some of that down. Uh, and winter workouts are well underway in the Woody Hayes. So guys are starting to make their moves. I'm telling you, this is an important time of year. People don't see it. The fans don't see it. The media doesn't see it. But this is a time where guys can really secure their spots. So with that being said, as always, we're very thankful and grateful for you guys. We are sir, about 200 subs away from a milestone of 18,000 subs on our channel. We thank you guys so much. Appreciate you guys subbing, liking the content bringing the questions, bringing the energy to these shows. These shows are absolutely fantastic. And a lot of it is because of you guys, you guys bring some, some fantastic insight, fantastic questions, uh, really make the show fun to do. Uh, we love interacting with you guys. So thank you guys for being a part of it. Uh, if you are listening to this, um, the recorded uploaded version on YouTube or on any of the podcast formats that we support Apple, Spotify, uh, consider, you know, about uh, seven o'clock every night, we are going live bringing great information, having a blast. So we'd love for you guys to join us for our live shows. If you guys have questions, you can always dive in and uh, talk to Nevada and I. And also we are on BuckeyeScoop.com all day. That is where all of the information breaks first, always, and forever. And we are on there 24 hours a day. So it was a very lively day yesterday with the uh, championship games in the NFL. Uh, the Ohio State basketball uh, game throws have been very spicy lately with what's been going on. So there's always a great community and a lot of fun to be had on BuckeyeScoop.com. So if you are one of the best Ohio State uh, supporters on the planet, you need to be on BuckeyeScoop.com because that's where we all hang out. So we appreciate you guys as always. That being said, I'm going to bring in my man. Uh, it's Panda Watch Day 4, I feel like. Uh, how are we feeling? How are we doing with our uh, our boy Davidson uh, Igbino son? Uh, Panda Watch Day 5. 
Well, I'd say we people are, are cautiously optimistic around Ohio State circles right now, but you know, I, I would caution anybody from premature celebration and spiking the football. And uh, I, you know, I, I'm seeing a lot of that going on the internet. And like, again, in our effort to explain to you guys how all this stuff works, this is how it works: is generally somebody will put out information, and if they have some sort of credibility, then everybody else will just pile on and kind of tail them, so it'll look like, wow, this is all this is being confirmed by 19 different sources, but really it's only one person and 18 people just trying to be in a squirrel trying to find a nut and trying to like jump on this thing. So right now from the, the horse's mouth from Ohio State's position on this is we are cautiously optimistic but it ain't done yet so we're hoping it gets done we're cautiously optimistic I'm, I am certainly more encouraged at this time than I was uh, last night at this time but I you know in the age of NIL you got to remember it's like it's like a, a silent auction going on and you can be like winning winning winner like if, if anybody's ever bid on eBay imagine you're on eBay. <laughs> And you're the winner on the bid, you know, with like 25 minutes to go, and then 20 minutes to go, and five minutes to go, and you're 30 seconds to go, and you're like, man, I won this thing, I, I won. And then all of a sudden, bang, you lose. That's kind of how it kind of goes in the age of NIL. So we're cautiously optimistic. We think Ohio State's well positioned. We think uh, things have been received. Uh, the, the NIL uh, people, the collectives from Ohio State, did their jobs. They've come through. So everything seems to be in place. But it's not done, but certainly look at encouraging. And, and if we got it, this would be a big one. So uh, this, it's definitely uh, definitely be something to be excited about because this is a two-year player. This is not a one-season rental. Uh, Mr. Barton made the point yesterday that this would be a guy, a kid that you get for two seasons, which is, uh, you know, in, in, in the portal transfer era, not, not unheard of, but, you know, certainly more unusual than not. So this would be big. And uh, could have some exciting news here very, very shortly. So stay tuned. Yeah, I, I totally agree. Uh, I think the eBay analogy is fantastic. It, it, I mean, look, folks, it happened with us with Mark Fletcher. Mark Fletcher was in the bag. His buddies are all coming up here. He plays at Heritage with Ennis, um, you know, and, and like BFFs. And then you get down to closing time, you know, that final little stretch of, of the eBay thing when you've been leading the bidding the whole way and all of a sudden, Florida shows up, Miami shows up with the bag and, you know, Tony Alford was a guy that, that thought he had him in the bag and thought that it was going to be new kid in the room. And guess what? The bag showed up and all of a sudden decommits goes to the Miami hurricanes. So again, we're not trying to be doomsdayers or negative. Cause again, I don't know, you know, I had a discussion with Nevada day, like how many of these portal guys that get, you know, a sizable amount of money, pan out or don't pan out you know do they get fat and happy after they get a check do they not you know end up working out do they do they cause you know chaos in the locker room is it a catastrophe like so that's part of the brave new world of college football right now so uh you know the kid that went on this the crystal balled it is a kid you know 247 kid whatever but it's not it's not wet fong wasn't Krellick. you know most of the the guys that have been around the beat for a long time are a lot more cautious because you know the local guys in recruiting have to live here and deal with you know the faithful and and i've been as wrong as anybody i've i've had what i thought was rock solid information and i've had someone literally tell me oh yeah we're getting ready to move to columbus and we're moving the kid in to columbus this weekend and but so you know of course you know this henry toe toe like i was literally from a fantastic source and then he goes alabama 
and what changed? Well, I got a text from somebody inside the Woody Hayes that said, can't compete with cash money. Literally, that was the quote. That was the text I got. And I was like, well, lesson learned. You know, so it's like, even if someone says, hey, we're running a U-Haul to move to Columbus, which again, that's like one of, that'll be like a famous message board folklore funny thing, but that really happened. So, you know, again, like, can, can people say things and things change or whatever? Sure. But could this kid come to Ohio State and be a dominant cornerback for us? Absolutely. Like, I think that if you're that kid, you've been to the shoe, you see the talent, you're going to get to go against Marvin and Mecca every day. So nothing's going to make you more ready for the NFL than going against those guys. And then on Saturday, the best part of that is you don't have to go against them on Saturday. You get to go against whoever you go against on Saturday. Is it going to be to the magnitude of Marvin and Mecca? So you're going to be feeling like you're on on cakewalk streak like that's how i always felt at ohio state and it's a stupid cliche when they say oh well practices are so hard that the games are easy but i'm like you know when you go against like will smith and mike kudlin vernon golston and cam hayward first round pick first round pick first round pick and then kudz was one of the best college players ever um at ohio state just wasn't a, a an nfl type body but he was a really really good pass rusher and he was a guy that gave all of us fits um and, and he was just a tough kid strong as an ox and you know, but when I got to Saturdays, it was a cakewalk because I wasn't going as Cam Hayward and, and Vernon and, and Will Smith and guys like that. So it makes your life easier when you go against really tough guys in practice. And plus, you know, if you want to win and you want to win the championship and you want to feel good on Saturday nights, because, you know, the biggest thing with me when I was in recruiting, the biggest reason I wanted to go to Ohio State is because I knew we'd be favored in every game coming off the national championship year. And I, I didn't want to go to I had a Stanford offer, but Stanford was terrible. And I don't want to go one and nine and be a 75 point underdog to USC and get throttled out there. It just, it just wasn't appetizing to me. Like I wanted to win and I wanted to feel good. And it's like, I want to win a national championship. And that's kind of why, you know, Ohio State's appealing to all these kids because, you know, they've been so proficient at winning highest winning percentage in the entire country over the last 20 years, uh, kind of a recession proof program, knock on wood, but it just kind of is what it is. Uh, Nevada do you think that there's a timeline? Do you think that there's, do you sense a reticence amongst the kind of the, the, the more veteran recruiting guys locally in Columbus to go all in on this kid? Just because, you know, in the age of NIL, it's really hard to go all in on a kid because you could be told that he's coming. His dad could tell you he's coming. And then the bag shows up and all of a sudden it's like your eBay thing where you lose and you're just like, well, what was the point of that? But what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, no, I think the timing is any time. So I think, for, you know, from a listener standpoint, I think people have to you know, stay tuned because this one's going to all come together very, very quickly. Um, but yeah, no, I definitely, you definitely see kind of the, the elder statesman uh, being a little bit more uh, cautious about this. But, you know, um, it's like I said, these are these are always interesting. You, the, you know, the Toa Toa one was definitely, you know, I, I've learned lots of lessons in recruiting. Uh, that was definitely another lesson learned. Oh my god! It's like that was so bad. That was so bad. I'm like when I when I heard that he was going to Alabama, I'm like you got to be kidding me. There's no way. But uh, yeah, that stuff happens. But you know, you just keep on swinging. You just keep on getting the information out there. And uh, look, uh, this one, I I I didn't want to let myself get excited about this kid, even when we first heard about him. Uh, I certainly wasn't as excited coming out of the Ohio State visit because it just seems like the, the focus seemed to be squarely on the NIL portion of the uh, of the equation. Uh, but right now, you know, I'm, I'm allowing myself to get excited. Say goodbye 
your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Again, and uh, you know, I'm, I'm I'm like Michael Scott in the office. I'm ready to be heard again, um, <laughs> but uh, you know, maybe maybe it'll happen, maybe it won't. But uh, definitely going to be an exciting 24, 48 hours. That's for sure. Yeah, and, and the toe toe thing was amazing because like I never believed it. I, you know, I talked to the dad at length for really really long periods of time, and then you know when Berm went on it and said he was coming to Ohio State and Corella Crystal Ball into Ohio State, I was like wow this actually might happen so i was like all right well it seems like it's happening i got all this intel from the dad they're moving and then boom bama roll tide hayes faucet edit comes out i was like oh my god i mean i've been had but again that's why like that's why recruiting is kind of it's kind of crazy it's kind of fun because like even if you think you have it there's always some craziness that could come around the pike and all of a sudden he ends up at bama so again yeah, that's just lesson learned. And again, is it worth getting all worked up over a kid that, you know, did, did Henry ever win a national title? No, they lost to, to Georgia the last year. So it's not, you know, his whole goal was to win the Butkus, win the national title. He didn't do either. So, you know, God bless him. I hope he has a great career. Nice kid. Uh, no, no negativity here, but it's just one of those, uh, those interesting things. Uh, Nevada, James Laurinaitis in the building, uh, starting work. Uh, your thoughts on, uh, how are you feeling that it actually happened a year after they wouldn't return the phone calls? They wouldn't enter kind of entertain it. You know, it's kind of almost silly looking back at it that you know, he had to go to Notre Dame for one year and now he's back home where he should have been the whole time. But what are your thoughts on it now that James is officially a member of Ohio state football once again, uh, and he's back to work in Notre Dame? Well, like you said, it's a little surreal. I mean, the whole situation is a little bit surreal, but that's kind of what happens sometimes. And sometimes it just works out for the best, but it, it came around and uh, the good guys got this one. So but very happy about that. Yeah. Appreciate you guys. What's up, Sue? What's up, Scott? Appreciate you guys being on here. Um, you know, I, I love, uh, I love being on here. This is a blast. So you guys always bring some really good stuff. Are you guys, um, you know, in, in terms of, you know, winter conditioning, this is a question that I actually got uh, today earlier offline. People ask, you know, what goes on in the Woody Hayes in February? Because obviously, January, you finish up your bowl game. Uh, you go right onto the road recruiting. You know, these coaches have been on the road literally since they got done with the Georgia game. So they've been away from their families, you know, hitting high schools five days a week. You know, it is a a sprint to the finish. A lot of it is or pretty much for Ohio State at this point with the early signing day uh, happening in December. It's literally all to get in front of the 24s and the 25s 
and even some 26s that are that are out there that you got to go see kind of eyeball see if you can get a look at them see if you can bump into them kind of verify their size height and weight that type of thing uh and then now that we're we're basically in february in a couple days it is nothing but hardcore staff meetings eight ten hours a day um again when we when we did these with urban february was the worst month of the entire year because we were in there from six to about six every day and it was torturous and again and i'm not crying it was fine because you know we had to install a new offense we had to change the culture like it was a far cry from where the program is now because urban came in taking over a six and seven outfit that was kind of despondent and lazy and fat and i mean he came in with you know the chainsaw and, and took out you know took everybody down basically and and i and i was fine with it because again like when you're six and seven i don't care what he does to you because we were so bad and we lost so many games we lost to michigan so something had to change but that february i'll never forget how brutal it was with urban uh we had staff meetings we had mat drills 6 a.m conditioning uh it was a grind it was crazy um it's a slow month for 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 sites but for us i mean i'm sure we're gonna have plenty of energy and plenty of information to talk about uh Nevada, in, in your past, you know, February used to be like a mega part of the calendar because you had the uh, you had the the signing day, which you know back in the day, National Signing Day used to be like a national holiday for recruitniks out there. But how has February changed since they've added the early signing day in December to to where it is now? Yeah, well, it's definitely weird. I mean, I I think back about you know the college football calendar for me you know, the two biggest days of the year used to be New Year's Day and National Signing Day. And now both of those are kind of not what they used to be. So it's uh, it's definitely, you know, times are changing. you got to change with them as it kind of goes. But, uh, yeah, it's, it, it, it's, it's odd not having a national. I can remember you know, vividly, you know, National Signing Day parties and all-day chats and uh, hanging out with Bill Green down in Florida, watching the recruits come in over the phone and, I mean, uh, just so many good times with it. But you know, like you said, things are things are different now. It just seems like the whole calendar gets kind of compressed. And, you know, it seems like yesterday we were just uh, having that final kick against Georgia. And, and pretty soon we're going to be teeing it up for uh, for spring ball and what's going to be a really, really, really special 2023 season. So, uh, no, I'm excited. And, and I'm excited about this next 24, 48 hours. This news on this potential transfer portal could be uh, – I mean, I'm not saying it's a, it's a season changer for Ohio State, but to me, it would be a answer a huge question mark about who's that corner number two. Obviously, we still need to find corner number three, but you know, if you're lining up Denzel Burke and a, and a freshman All-American from Ole Miss as your first two corners, your uh, your defense is looking a lot better than it was, you know, just a couple of days before. So, some exciting news potentially on the horizon. So, stay tuned. Yeah, corner, you can't have enough corners in, in college football nowadays. I mean, it's such a position of need, um, especially a guy who's 6'3", he's a lengthy, lanky guy, tall guy, um, aggressive, fast, really played well against good teams. You look at his grades. Uh, I'm actually tracking down some of his film. If we do end up getting him, we will break down some of his old Miss film, uh, some of his better games, so you guys can look forward to that. Um Scott, I love this. The Senior Bowl. So I played in the Senior Bowl, you know, feels like a thousand years ago, 2008. Uh, Dewan is down there. Dewan made a big spectacle out of his wingspan because he's basically the size of a, 
747, uh, largest wingspan in history of the Senior Bowl, uh, which is fascinating and also fantastic for pass protection. Uh, I think Juan can make a lot of money this week. Um, today, they were just in uh, shoulder pads, uh, no no pants. Tomorrow, they will be in full pads. I believe that uh, in the afternoon, the NFL Network has a recap show. Um, might be around four or five. You want to check your TV guide on your direct TV or whatever uh, service you guys have for that. Uh, they used to do the practices live back in the day. So those used to always be something that was really fun to watch. Uh, but now I believe they just have a recap show, but you guys should check NFL network, um, around noonish tomorrow to see if they're out on the field practicing. Uh, they changed the coaching staff. So the coaching staffs used to be, uh, two kind of, uh, two NFL teams that had missed the playoffs that hadn't done it the year prior. Uh, when I played, it was interesting because we had the Raiders staff led by Lane Kiffin. So Lane Kiffin was a very young coach. I think it might have been his second year as the head coach of the Raiders. And it was a complete circus because he never wore any Oakland Raiders gear, which was weird because every coach down there, they all wear their their regalia. Like if they're a, a Lions scout or a Lions gear, they're all in Lions gear, or Rams gear, Browns gear, whatever. And lane was in the middle of the thing and al davis came on and said that he was working to fire lane kiffin like in the middle of the senior bowl in the middle of the week so it was like very interesting you know rob ryan was on staff the rex ryan's brother big fat guy uh talking trash tom cable is the offensive line coach so it was quite the cast of characters it was very interesting but uh it was a good experience i got hurt on the third day tore my knee which really sucked because i couldn't work out at the combine and I failed my physical at the combine. So that is not great for your NFL stock when you fail your physical, just so you guys know. Um, but otherwise, it's a it's a nice week down in, in Mobile. And people look forward to going down there. And they do a lot of charitable stuff. So it's a great week. But I just, um, I've told guys, you know, look, if you've played a lot, don't go play in that game. You're good. You've got 50 games of film. Uh, but Dewan's playing in it. And, and good for him. I hope he does fantastic. I hope he plays left and right tackle uh and does a great job you know and, and I, i'm not sure who else is playing i'd imagine maybe zach harrison or tron vincent i'm sure i think tron might be in the east west shrine game which is actually going to be played on thursday night they've been practicing for a few days but it's uh it's a really good um experience for these guys to do so uh nevada your thought yeah uh so this is interesting so you know pedro what's interesting is so he is enrolled in at tennessee um and we're, of course we're talking about our our boy Davison uh, Igbino's son, he is enrolled at Tennessee, but it's just kind of a, a clerical thing where he's enrolled. And if he shows up, great, he's ready to take class. And if not, they'll drop him and delete him from the roster. So that's just kind of a, a technical thing. Um, I'm sure Ohio State could do something similar to get him into classes because, you know, that's the, the interesting part about the transfer portal now is that these kids, like, I mean, we're, we're three, four weeks in the class already. And, this kid hasn't taken a class at Ohio State, but somehow they'll be able to backload him in or, or you know, kind of widget him into the into the program and keep him eligible, which is it's kind of fascinating to see these guys that kind of take their sweet time in the portal. Because if I was if I was in the portal, if I was one of these guys and I was trying to change, I don't want to already be at my new school, working out, getting ready for six a.m.s and 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 in class and moved and all that. Because you know he's still gonna like move and get into his new apartment and do all that stuff. You'll be doing that, right? What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? 
At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call. Clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You know, as he notches right up to spring ball. Uh, Nevada, your thoughts on him being enrolled at Tennessee uh, doesn't matter. I don't think it's a factor, but your thoughts on that. Well, we talked about this last night. You know, I'm, I'm not sure about when you list somebody in the directory, let's, I mean, let's be clear what we're talking about, where he's listed in the directory. Now, I'm not, you know, I've seen in that situation before where somebody that's just proficient on the computer or anybody could enter him on the directory. And so that may or may not be meaningful. Um, yeah, I, I, I try not to read too much into that, that type of stuff, but um, it certainly isn't determinative. It's certainly nothing that he couldn't get out of, but I'm not sure if it was really a thing or if it was just kind of a thing that somebody did on the internet type of thing. But, you know, either way, it doesn't matter. I do think it is a Tennessee-Ohio State battle. And, uh, you know, Ohio State giving them the bag, but Tennessee's got a bigger bag. And, man, they were giving away money. Tennessee was giving away money when they were rolling. They were giving away money in, like, McDonald's bags or Chick-fil-A bags and stuff like that. Now now they don't have to do that. Now they can give you the NIL bag. So uh, I never count Tennessee out until they're completely out. So uh, let's see how this one breaks. Yeah, I agree. So we have a super chat as always. Thank you, uh, D Sunny. These things are always great for us. We appreciate you guys uh, doing this. This is a way to guarantee you get your question answered. So uh, thank you for the show. Appreciate that, uh, Sonny. What do you think the ceiling is for a Mecca outside of Marv and the new freshman? Could any wideouts be future stars? Nevada, do you want to go first? Well, yeah, I mean, the, uh, I mean, what I think the ceiling is for a Mecca, I mean, I think, I mean, I think a Mecca is like, right. I mean, yeah, maybe he's not Chris Olave, but maybe he's just like a shade below Chris Olave. I mean, a Mecca's pretty special, special player for sure. As for the freshmen, you know, I, I expect, you know, you know, Ballard and Burton both to take big steps forward, but, you know, I think I'll have a much better handle on it coming out of out of spring ball you know i i really thought ballard had made a move during the uh during the bowl prep and i thought he was going to be a guy that that would actually have a featured role against georgia and it, and it didn't happen um so from a personnel standpoint you know on the uh the wide receivers it's going to be tough because you know you've got ennis and you've got tate and you've got the rogers boys and you know you've got a lot of guys going in and then you've got that whole class that came in that was very very highly regarded last year so you know, look, you know, Brandon Innes is my pick for a guy that, that I don't know how he doesn't play the day he sets foot on campus. But when you've got Emeka, Marvin, Julian, and Xavier ahead, it's going to be hard to put him on the field. But it's going gonna, it's gonna to be fun to watch. And I, I, I can't wait to see it. And I think, uh, I think spring ball is going to be a lot of fun to watch just for that very reason. 
Yeah, and, and I agree. I think that um, Emeka, if I had to say who he reminds me of and who I think he could be utilized like, he probably won't be utilized like that, but he reminds me of Debo Samuel from the 49ers. He's a guy that can do everything. He's physical. He's a guy that, you know, if I go break down the final three offensive plays of the Georgia uh, Sugar Bowl game, if you know, the, the last, you know, run that we do, if we hand it to him on a jet sweep, he probably gets 15 yards or he probably switched the field goal nice and easy. But, you know, instead we ran a, a zone play into a cross dog, which again, was, you know, I mean, Ryan was trying to catch him in something and, and Georgia caught us. So, uh, but Emeka is a guy that I, I would design 10 to 15 touches a game. I probably do seven or eight targets uh, in the throw game. And I'd give him about seven carries a game. And, and I'm not talking like, you know, I formation, hand it you know running the a gap i'm talking about get out on the edge jet sweeps the push sweeps the Tavon austin kind of stuff because he's a rare guy that has the ability to take the ball and put his foot in the ground and get upfield uh and he's not scared he's tough he's sturdy um fantastic agility uh he's a guy you know that's a rare skill like i don't think marvin has the same skill set as a mecca in terms of doing things like a jet sweep um Honestly, he's kind of like a much better version of Paris Campbell, uh, you know, which is why I said Debo Samuel, who's like a, an all pro version of, of Paris Campbell. Um, but I also think he's a better route runner. So he's got, you know, he's going to be top 15 to 20, I'd imagine, in the draft, you know, provided our quarterback plays adequate. Um, even if it's not, who cares? I'd, I'd take him not quite as high as Marvin. I think they're different animals, different skill sets. Um, you know, Marvin reminds me of like Devonte Adams. He's a guy that can get open on anybody. Uh, he's a guy that's just a, a big, tall monster. He's a guy that honestly, um, one of the the things that I think Ryan Day could do a lot better at is getting him involved in the red zone because there's times where he's not involved. Like I mean, he's a guy that I think he he's got to be a target hog in the red zone because you know guys can't match up with him. You know, even if he's getting doubled, I'd still try to force a couple to him just because I think he could come down with it. Um, in terms of the uh, the freshman. It was interesting because we got really good reports on Jaden Ballard and and people that were watching practice were telling us some of the things he was doing, some of the you know, the, the the motion stuff, get on the edge, taking it deep. I, I it, it's weird. Jaden Ballard is such an enigma because I got more glowing reports about him than probably I don't want to say any player on the roster, but God for guys that like didn't play. I mean, people kept saying Jaden Ballard, Jaden Ballard. Like there's a a, a practice, you know. Right at the end of of uh, camp, spring, you know, I mean, these guys like you know, Jade Ballard's taking over deep balls, throwing it to him, running past their corners. And again, I don't know if it's because our, our our second team corners were trash. Maybe that's what it was. But he was getting behind guys and making them pay. And I was like, well, that's something that like we don't really have a guy that can do. And plus, you know, I didn't feel like we were really that deep at receiver. We literally played four guys, and one of them was a former walk on. He's a scholarship guy now, Xavier Johnson, who I think's you know, one of the most underrated players on the team. Uh, but I think that, um, you know, I think coach has got a shot. He looks like he's starting to fill out. Um, and again, we'll know after spring ball, it's like, you know, Nevada's the best when you've got the, the two Rogers brothers showing up, uh, you got Bryce and you, you got, um, Ennis isn't here, but when he gets here, he's coming to take somebody's spot. You know, Tate's here. Uh, who's, who's better than any of the guys we took last year. So those young guys show up, man, there's there's a lot of a lot of fire underneath the the burner there to to get uh to claim a spot to claim a spot in the rotation because 
you know, the 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 death knell for your career at Ohio State, um, most of the time, not all of the time, but most of the time, is if a guy who's a, a, a class below you or younger than you passes you up, you know, and that happens sometimes. And that's when, you know, when that happens, guys are, they're portal bound. You know, when guys, you know, I, I saw that when I played there, when I coached there, when that, when a younger guy jumped, you know, if a sophomore jumps in front of a junior or senior, I've seen the junior and senior shut it down and now they just probably just take the portal out. So uh, I, I think it's going to be fascinating to see. Um, Nevada, you know, this is a great, this is a great question or a great statement here talking about, uh, but I appreciate the super chat. Thank you so much, Sonny. Um, I think, and I, and I do think that uh, if you put a gun in my head with the young guys, I think Kojo could be a future star. Um, but really, I think it's Tate. It's going to be Tate and Ennis. I think those are the guys that, especially Ennis, I think Ennis is just a different animal. Um, and I think that he's got the brightest future. Uh, I, I think this is a great point, Stephen. Uh, Stephen says, Nevada, are people underestimating what two years of development in day system can have for McCord? And, and I think that's a great point. The fact that he's been here for two years, he knows the playbook, uh, a lot of continuity in that offensive room. You have, you have basically the same guys that have been sitting in there that are uh, a part of the throw game for the last, you know, two, three years ever since uh, McCord's been there. Uh, but your thoughts on that, Nevada? Well, like I said, I'll, I'll just give you my absolute truth, unvarnished opinions on this stuff. I, I thought the first year when I saw Kyle play, I wasn't that impressed with him. I just really wasn't. I didn't really see it. I didn't really get it. I didn't really understand it. And I thought, Last year, he looked like a different kid to me and looked much better. And so what I'll say is if he makes a similar type of jump from year one to year two and year two to year three, I think he can be a really good college quarterback. And I hope he's a really good college quarterback because, you know, nothing for, for QBs, they've all got the physical skills. The question is, do they have – the, the mental dexterity and the knowledge of the offense and the knowledge of the defenses to see and process what they're, you know, what the other teams are presenting to them and knowing how to counter it and knowing how to take advantage of it. And so I think him having two years working with Ryan day, day to day, I thought he made huge strides last year. And if he makes a similar type of strides this year, I think he's going to be great. And I, and I don't see any way Devin will take the job from him. If he, if he doesn't, now if he doesn't, I think it's a dogfight, and I think Devin could definitely take it because he's he's more mobile. Um, he's a competitive kid, highly regarded kid, and, and it's going to be a great matchup. But no, if uh, you know McCord having two years is a huge edge, and I think that's why I make him the uh, the favorite to take the uh, the first snap come September. Yeah, like like every step he started a game against Akron two years ago when when CJ got pulled uh, these last you know couple years and. And, you know, it's because we're up by 70 points or whatever. He's the guy that comes in off the bench. So you can't take that away from. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. 
That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, believe it, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Man, uh, and, and when you're reading Ryan Day, obviously that's the guy that he thinks is the backup. Now, some of it might be schematics because he is the older quarterback. You start putting in the younger guy first, and then all of a sudden – with the portal, it's it literally is like diffusing a bomb dealing with these kids. So, uh, but I, I think it's really interesting that you bring up you know the the years in in day system because I think the longer you're in an offense, the more comfortable you are. The more natural it is, it's less of a um, you know, hey, let me I got to remember what my read is, and I got to remember what I got to do versus cover two versus cover four versus fire zone. You know, it's like because when you've been in it, you just know, like you see the luck, and you're you know right where it's going to. So. And again, like you look at our national championship years in my lifetime, Craig Krenzel, very, you know, solid quarterback, but not a CJ Stroud, Justin Fields, supernova type, Terrell Pryor, Troy Smith type, but one national title and Cardell, you know, so we, our last two national titles, it's like when people say, oh, the line's going to stink and the quarterback might not, might not be Fields or Stroud. I'm like, well, the last two titles we won were because of the infrastructure. It was because we had you know, Ezekiel Elliott, which could be our Trey Henderson. And we had Michael Thomas, who could be our Marvin Harrison Jr. And we had a tough O-line and a very, very good defense in 2 and 14, obviously two of the best defenses in the history of, of college football. So, you know, if our defense takes a step, which we believe it will, uh, starting with getting this wonderful cornerback, which would be great. And then, you know, Kyle McCord, you know, again, he's throwing it to the best the best set of skill players I've ever seen at Ohio state in terms of top end talent, overall depth in the middle. I've never seen anything like this, you know, just because we, you know, we have guys that play that are really young and, and uh, a point just from earlier when we were talking about like some of the young receivers, the freshmen in Tate, those guys, you know, it, say those guys don't play a lot this year because they're, you know, stuck behind the, the depth chart. I don't think that that means that they're a disappointment, but you got to remember, you know, two years ago, Marvin Harrison barely played as a freshman until that Rose Bowl where he had three touchdowns and had his coming out party and and you know in a Mecca like the, you know those guys were just kind of hanging in there you know until uh, Wilson and Olave opted out of the Rose Bowl so you know these guys they need their opportunity to shine because up until that that Utah game we we really didn't know what we had with Marvin and a Mecca and then when it was time, their time to shine they they lit it up and obviously Jackson Smith and Jigba had the greatest bowl game in Ohio State history. Um, it's a great question, uh, Nick. Appreciate this. Uh, biggest pos- position battles: Nevada going into spring. Uh, one interior O line spot, a safety spot, a second corner. If we don't get the Ole Miss transfer, what do you think, Nevada? I'll let you start with this one. This is a fantastic question. Thank you, Nick. Well, I mean, the obvious one. You know, you talk about position battles. I mean, the the biggest one is the quarterback. You know, we just talked about that for fifteen minutes, but I mean, that's the first, second, third, fourth, and fifth most important position battle on the field. Um, I think the cornerback position, you know, if we get this kid from the Ole Miss, then our cornerback position is pretty well settled. Um, yeah, you'll have a spirited competition on the uh, on the offensive line. And, you know, safeties, you've got a bunch of, you've got a bunch of players at safety that are going to be kind of vying for time. You've got lots of options. Um, you know, but interestingly, you know, you don't have any questions at linebacker. You don't have any questions at uh, at tight end. You don't really, you know, you don't have really have any questions at defensive end. So, you know, you've got a lot of the, the key positions kind of covered. But yeah, no, it's uh, 
it's going to be fun. But that quarterback battle is just going to be, I mean, it's going to be amazing to see because they're two just such completely different kids um, from a, uh, a skill set standpoint. And we're going to see which one, you know, wins out kind of the more classic drop back type of quarterback or the uh, a little bit more mobile, scrambly, you know, guy that can run around, you know, certainly not a, you know, he's not a JT Barrett. He's this guy's a, a pass first guy, but he certainly can run. So it's going to, we're going to have both styles on display throughout the spring, you know, with the spring probably going to be, you know, non-contact black Jersey for the, the, the uh, quarterbacks. It's going to be a little hard to evaluate, but uh, I think that's going to be the the, the, the key point of differentiation. Can't wait to see it. Yeah. That's something I kind of hate is that we're so allergic to contact now, especially in the spring game that like guys, don't get hit anymore there's no tackling to the ground anymore uh and it's not just quarterbacks but you know back in the day i always thought it was it was it was kind of good of trust to make the young quarterbacks live uh just because you know, it does put a, a, an extra layer of stress on the offensive line knowing that if you do screw up your quarterback's gonna get killed he's gonna die so it's like that and, and again i don't i don't want a quarterback to get hurt or hit but I think that, you know, some of that anxiety that the O-line gets is good because, like, you know, once the game starts, like, that's that's a real thing, and you got to see if any of these guys are going to freeze up and shrink when it comes that time. But I do think um, it's going to be interesting to see what they do with Victor Cutler. I think that, um, you know, because Justin mentioned playing him at center, but Matt's going to be the center. So, you know, do they run Victor with at one of the guard spots? Is he big and strong enough to play guard in the Big Ten? I think if you have your druthers and your Justin Fry. You want Zen Mikulski to be your left tackle. You want Josh Fry to be the right tackle. Donnie at left guard, right guard Enoch, and then center Matt Jones. And then, you know, just let Cutler figure out where he is. Because, you know, he's not going to start off with the first team just transferring in from Louisiana Monroe. But I'm sure he'll rotate in at center guard um, you know, I think that he could have a lot of utility as, as the backup swing tackle. Cause that's the thing is like, you don't know who the backup tackle is. If Fryer or Zen get hurt, what do you do? Do you put Donnie out at left tackle? Do you bring in Vic Cutler at left tackle? You know, who's, who's your best option. That's part of what spring ball is, is, is figuring out these, these dominoes. So it's a really fun, uh, part of it. It's not always a blast to make the rotations out. I'm sure that, you know, Luke Montgomery will get looks at tackle just for his, uh, his pass protection to see if he can hang in there and, and give some pass protection. Uh, and then, you know, you've got Padilla and Sierveld also on campus, which is huge. So it'll be, uh, it'll be really interesting. Um, Oh, this is another great one. Oh, we got another super chat. Appreciate you, D-Son. I'm going to put this on here real quick. General Chattel, like Boat. Bo six, he me wanted to come to O State, but or package you with a friend that's more of a Mac level. Would O State offer both? Nevada, I'll let you take that one because I know what I would do. But what would you do, Nevada? Yeah, I'd offer him. <laughs> I, mean, I, I mean, I've I've never seen it actually happen, but it's a great concept. But if we're dealing with hypotheticals, yeah, I mean, have you ever had a chance to get a Bosa? I'd, I'd get his girlfriend into law school. I'd I'd, I'd get oh. his little sister on the lacrosse team. Um, I, I'd get his mom to be the head of the booster club and, and I drive his dad to every game to get another bow at Ohio state. Yeah. I, I mean, I would do the same thing. Cause I, I think that if you look at our roster, not all of our guys are big 10 caliber guys now. So if you get a Mac guy and he's, yeah, it really kind of depends on his position. Is he a quarterback? If he soaks up one of the four or five scholarships you have there, or is he like a, 
a receiver. But, you know, if you can get a, a top two pick, especially as a premium guy, like a pass rusher, I just say screw it and take it. You know, and you know, if the kid doesn't like riding the pine, then he can hit the portal. If not, he can cover kickoffs. But, you know, I, I would do almost anything to get another Nick Bosa on campus. You see how dominant he is. He's going to be the NFL Defensive Player of the Year uh, as a relatively young player. He's going to get a huge second contract. Uh, Joey already has his $145 million deal. So, you know, if, if I got to take his best friend and put him on scholarship, I just do it and, uh, you know, and just, and just ride with it. But I, um, that is a great question. Again, this is why I love doing these with you guys. Cause you guys come up with some really good stuff, but that's one I, I never thought of, but you know, I, I love kind of the, you know, I mean, it, like you say, you could get a franchise quarterback. So you get Drake may to come, but you have to take his, his walk on buddy and put him on scholarship for a year or two. Like I'd do it just because you know, then you have the number one quarterback in the country throwing to Marvin and the Mecca. And I think that's why Ryan day went after Drake may. This is a question that uh, I get. No, 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 hold, no, hold on. Kirk. I just want to, before we get to this question, I just want, I just got to say, I, I love Nick Saban doing the moral outrage thing about the other day about oh, going, man. Oh, and we had this one player who wanted to have his girlfriend get admitted uh. to law school. And I'm like, like, like Nick hasn't been doing this stuff for years. Like, give me a break, Nick. Like, give spare me the faux outrage about these requests from kids on NIL and other stuff that are in Alabama. Just uh, anyway, I just, I just had to say that because I thought that was hysterical. I think it's, um, it's, it, it, it's a great way to play to the crowd. You know, I mean, he's the absolute master of it when he says, well, they came to me and they tried to shake me down and I picked up my cane and I shook it. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Back at him, and I said, I'm not going to pay you 800 grand, and I'm not going to do it. And I'm like, you know... If that's your Davian Clowney, he'd probably pay him a million. So obviously the kid probably wasn't good enough to to fit what Bama wanted, or you know he, he probably just didn't fit the culture. So, but yeah, I, I I did love that. I thought that was a great way to to get the natives all excited about oh well our program we're not paying these kids. And I'm like, give me a break. I'm like, come on, we know what you guys do. Um, but Nick, this is a great question. What what I think of J T Barrett? Coming back to Ohio State's coach, well, JT, I mean, I, I assume a lot of you know, but if, if you don't know, is uh, like an assistant quarterbacks coach for the Detroit Lions right now. And that's a team that is one of the resurgent franchises in the NFL. Uh, charismatic coach, Dan Campbell, super meathead, drinks like 18 shots of espresso, uh, gets like two of them. So he does like 20 shots of espresso every morning on the way to the office, which I love because he is who he is. You know, he is a big, tough meathead. 
His team is fun to watch. They play great. They're tough. Uh, I obviously, I love the Detroit Lions because I was fortunate to be there and they have Taylor Decker and they have Amon Ross St. Brown, who I think is nuts and his dad and mom are crazy, but I love watching that kid play. Um, honestly, that is a great comp for Emeka as Amon Ross St. Brown because Amon Ra does the, the, the jet sweeps, reverses, gets open in slot, tough as nails. Like that's a great comp for Emeka and Amon Ra is going to get paid when he gets his next deal. Uh, but Nevada, I, I think that, you know, JT Barrett is probably the most underrated player in Ohio State history, in my opinion. The most it's the most perplexing thing is how people hate JT Barrett, who's one of the greatest kids, one of the nicest kids, one of the toughest kids, one of, you know, two military army parents that raised that kid the right way. Um, you know, we need more JT Barrett's in the world. We need more parents like the Barrett family in the world. But what would your thoughts be on JT Barrett coming back to coach at Ohio State? Uh, it'd be great. I mean, JT is just, you know, I, I've i never seen a kid that's, that's more misunderstood. The, 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 the sad thing about this, and I post this on the board, is JT knows how much of the Ohio State fan base hates him. And it's totally confusing to him. And because he doesn't understand why. And I, th that makes me sad. It makes me sad because that kid gave it all. He was tough as nails. You watch him on the, some of those locker room videos. You see how, you know, and you, you listen to a guy like Joe Burrow talk about who taught him how to play quarterback. And he's like, watching JT Barrett taught me how to play quarterback. And, you know, uh, I would love to have JT. There's another guy that I'd like to have. Uh, it would be Kenny Guyton. So bring, me, bring back James Laurinaitis. Bring back JT Barrett. Bring back Kenny Guyton, and I'm telling you what, I think the staff in the, the room would feel a lot different than it does now, even though I like the staff a lot. I think that would take it to the next level, and, and uh, I think those are names that you should watch for in the future that could be part of Ohio State's plans because they're great Buckeyes getting some great experience uh, at other places and love to see them back, back with the family. And Kenny Guyton is the wide receiver coach for Arkansas right now. So he's SEC West, big-time job, working for Sam Pittman, one of my favorite coaches because he's an O-line guy. But, uh, yeah, it, it's amazing how Ohio State, you know, there's always this talk that they dominated the broadcasting side with, with you know, Herb Street, Joey Galloway, um, you know, this wave of Ohio State guys. Uh, Spielman did it for a while. But now you look into the, the young coaching ranks and you've got – I think James is going to be a superstar. Brian Hartline, Kenny Guyton, JT. Uh, you know, you got some guys that are that are going to make headway. Guys that are, I think, could all be head coaches one day. You know, and I'm excited for all of them. I love those guys. I was fortunate enough to see JT Barrett at the Notre Dame game because uh, it was kind of a weird week because the NFL was off that week. It was kind of like the week of cuts. You know, the guys got cut, so the the whole NFL was off that week. So. It was kind of neat for Ohio State because, you know, Chase Young was there and Ezekiel and Eli Apple, like all these guys that, yeah, I, I, I know. And uh, so, yeah, I, I love seeing Ezekiel, Marshawn Lattimore, like, like kids I knew from recruiting and these guys I was just so happy to see and shoot the shoot the bull with. But I love CJT. I saw him. I told him, I was like, dude, you know, I love you and support you more than anybody, right? And he's like, oh, I know. He's like, I see all the stuff you do. And I was like, you know, and I don't do that because I need adulation from JT, but I just I genuinely feel bad because that's a kid that he he gave it up every week, man. He played hurt, tough as nails. You know, was the 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 unquestioned leader of that fourteen team, um, which is always, it's always hilarious because people are like, "Well, we wouldn't have beaten Alabama with JT." And I'm like, "Well, 
Cardell beat Alabama and Cardell beat Oregon, which is great. He beat Wisconsin, which is great. But, you know, JT beat Cardell twice, you know, and I love Cardell. And again, this is not, I'm not poo-pooing Cardell at all because I, I talked to Cardell a lot. I love Cardell. So it's like, but, you know, JT beat about twice. So, I mean, let's just be serious. Like, I mean, JT, you know, two times was determined to be a better quarterback than Cardell. And Cardell's older than him. So, you know, you want with the younger guy who is just better. So I think JT wins that national championship. And again, just a great kid. Um, but, you know, it is what it is. Uh, now, this is an interesting question. I, I don't I, – I think I know where this is going to go um, with you, Nevada. I, I think that we know the ceiling of, of Trey Henderson. If Trey Henderson doesn't play to his talent, is it time to move on? Maybe give the other backs a feature. I'll start this one off. I think Trey Henderson's ceiling is so much higher than any other back in that room that it's ridiculous. I think he could be a Saquon Barkley type. I said that coming into his freshman year. And I'll never forget, I said, watch this guy. He's unbelievable. I've been told he's unbelievable. People in practice say he's unbelievable. He breaks 75-yard runs all the time in practice, like real runs, like like makes guys miss, runs guys over. And then the first game, he gets three touches, one of which went for like 75 yards of a touchdown. But still, it was just like he doesn't get the carries. But if, if they make him into, you know, not a full workhorse, but just kind of a, you know, a guy that gets – 40% of the carries, then he can have 1,500 yards and he'll be off to the NFL and he'll be a first round pick. I, I think he'll have like a B. John Robinson kind of year. Uh, but what's the Univada about Trey Henderson and his talent, uh, his talent level? Well, it was interesting that there was somebody on our board today that posted, you know, hey, our running back room is fine. You know, we don't really have a dude in the running back room, but it's a good running back room. And I'm thinking, we don't have a dude. I mean, <laughs> we, we, we have a guy. Like I, I think I'm pretty sure Trey was like a preseason first team All American on some things, and you know, mine's going to play in the NFL for 12 years for somebody. Um, so we got dudes. Yeah, Trey. Trey's just got just ridiculous talent. Uh, just battle Plantar this year. Just if anybody's ever had Plantar, it I've had it and had what I would say was like a medium case of Plantar, and it was hard to walk. I mean, it was just hard to walk up the stairs, let alone be a running back and, and try to use it to cut and pivot and accelerate. I, I cannot imagine how painful it was for him this year. And, um, you know, I, I think that the, the offseason, the surgery, and uh, the rehab's going to do him a world of good. And I, I think we'll, uh, we'll chuckle at some of these conversations going there. But, no, Trey, Trey's the guy. I mean, Trey is Saquon Barkley. And um, I think we'll we'll all see that we'll all see that on, on display. But look, we've got a lot of running backs next year. We got a lot of guys that can carry the ball, and I'm comfortable with just about any of them doing it. So I, I feel real good about that. Uh, this is a great question, Scott. Is anybody going to the spring game? If you're going to the spring game, uh, tap into the chat if you want to say you are going, you're not going. Uh, maybe say why you are or aren't going. Because I think that the spring game, uh, the product has gone down dramatically uh, since urban took over and and with ryan it's it's almost unwatchable and again i get it you want guys to be healthy you don't want to see a mitchell melton situation where a guy tears his acl in a spring game which is terrible but you know i think it's it's also healthy to get some tackling in and and give the people a little bit of a show um i think it's gotten to the point where it's basically you don't even i don't even know why you put pads on it's like two hand touch but you know back in 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 you know the the olden days of you know, oh four, oh five. Like we played four quarters, and I think that the last quarter, or maybe the last two quarters, was the running clock. But 
It might not have been because I felt like the games used to just be like eternally long. Um, I remember I'd usually play the first drive. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Ever to, um, and it just it just like took forever. And, and a lot of times it was during the NFL draft, like in 04, uh, like when Will Smith got drafted in like the 20s in the first round by the Saints, I remember like the the crowd reaction and the cheering and stuff because they didn't have like a big jumbotron. They just had like a little side scroll thing on the little board on, on the side of the thing, and and they had like a kind of a rolling ticker of who was getting picked in the draft. So uh, technology's come a long, long way. But I'd be interested to see how many people. Uh, go to the spring game. What do they think of the spring game? Do they watch the spring game? Nevada, what do you think of the spring game now? Like, what do you get out of it? Is it, is it, do you get anything out of it? Is it just complete fodder? Is it just, Hey, it's cool to see the guys running around in their jerseys. What do you get out of the spring game, uh, in, in modern day, you know, Ohio state football, 2023. Well, I think, yeah, I get excited just to watch them running around in the jerseys and doing the thing this year. You know, I think we've got, you know, there's a couple of big storylines that we'll see, you know, the main ones, the quarterbacks, we're going to get a chance to see the quarterbacks play and we'll get an idea of where they're at in terms of how they're delivering the ball or delivering the ball on time or they deliver with velocity, you know, how they throwing, how, you know, how accurate are they? And I think that's a something But the second thing and the really big thing is watching who Ohio state is featuring because they're concerned about losing them in the transfer portal. I, I think that's always a fun thing to do in, in the, the modern spring game is see who are they throwing it to, who are they giving plays to, who are they kind of giving to, you know, because I think a lot of times you can tell, like last year with Evan Pryor when they were, you know, they were feeding him, you, you could tell it was like, oh, you know, Evan, we got big plans for you. You're going to be a big part of our thing. And I like to see those little stories kind of coming out in the spring game because that tells me a lot about, who Ohio State covets, who Ohio State doesn't want to lose. And that's something that you wouldn't have uh, seen back in the old days, but that's something you certainly will get in 2023. Yeah, like like G. Scott's the guy that he got more targets in last year's spring game than he has the rest of his career combined. Like, I mean, they were throwing it to him constantly. And, and again, that's why it's always kind of interesting and kind of funny after spring games when people say, oh, this guy will be the new secret weapon for Ohio State, or this guy will be the new x factor and you know it's like it's like g scott and evan Pryor and and that kind of thing because because again i know you know i i know what guys are looking at transferring i mean the, you know these kids talk so you know when you say hey this guy's you know doing whatever and you know, they wouldn't be surprised if he's not here like you know and the coaches here too they know and, and the players talk to the coaches and so all of a sudden when you see a guy just getting fed and featured and a lot of carries or 
a lot of easy completions, you know, like, and again, I'm not, not speculating, but you know, if you're some of these guys going into year two, year three, and you don't really have a role and you don't really see a path to, to playing this year, like, of course the coaches are going to worry about you. Cause you know, that's it's part of modern day college football. Like these kids take off and that's just part of the gig now. So, um, well, Nevada, we got to wrap this thing. We appreciate you guys. Any closing thoughts, Nevada? Fantastic, fantastic night with you guys. Thank you guys so much. Uh, any thoughts, Nevada? Yeah, just stay tuned for uh, Transfer Portal Watch. We are definitely on Panda Watch right now. We're going to be giving it to you up to the minute. So uh, be uh, watching Twitter. Be logged onto the boards because this could break. It could break at any time, and it could be very, very good news for Ohio State. So stay tuned. Yeah, I, I agree. And and this is, you know, I know I, I plug BuckeyeScoop.com, but guys, like if there is ever a time to be on BuckeyeScoop.com, it is right now because we've got uh, Davison, uh, Agbina, son, watch, we call it Panda Watch, is on 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Uh, so, you know, it's always fun to kind of get these little tidbits and what's going on in the Woody, uh, what players are happy, what players aren't happy blah, 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 blah. But I, uh, I, I just, I love being on BuckeyeScoop.com. You know, if you guys are fans of Ohio State basketball, Ohio State football, obviously is our, is the heavyweight gorilla for us. Um, but you know, we follow basketball, we do game threats for, you know, when the NFL is going on. So I think if you guys love a great community with great people, really high end classy people, that's the spot. Cause it is, is only that there, there's no riffraff. There's no uh, infighting, you know, it's a very clean board, a lot of great opinions. And again, I don't, I don't need people to agree with me. I actually encourage people to not agree with me. If, if I say that JT Barrett is the greatest quarterback of all time, which I don't, you know, I obviously don't believe that, but if I say something like that and you want to come and say Justin Fields and somebody else wants to say CJ Stroud, somebody else wants to say Troy Smith, then I love that. Like I love a good, healthy room, good, healthy debate, good points and counterpoints. That is what we strive for at BuckeyeScoop.com. We love that kind of stuff. So we appreciate you guys as always. Thank you guys for bringing awesome questions tonight. As always, you guys are the best, uh, best in the business. We are going to go live about seven o'clock every night. So uh, set your watches. If you enjoyed this content, please leave us a like, comment. Who's going to be the starting quarterback? I want to hear from you guys. Is it going to be Kyle McCord? Is it going to be Devin Brown uh, or a challenger to be named later? If someone comes in the portal after spring, which would be really crazy. I doubt it will happen. But hey, modern day college football, anything can happen. So. Uh, again, we appreciate you guys so much. Uh, leave us a like, subscribe. If you're on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, leave us a five-star review. That is huge for us. Uh, big help for us always uh, help people find the podcast. So thank you guys so much. I hope you guys have a great rest of your day. Thank you, Buckeye Nation. Thank you, Scoop family. We'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Go Bucks. Let's go get Davison Ogbenison. Good night, y'all. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere 
and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.